everybody, welcome to the Blue Collar Built Podcast, the show about two brothers who are sharing their experiences or going through it. What's going on? Not a whole lot, just coming off of sickness, as you know. Yeah, you didn't look good last Wednesday. No, I didn't feel good last Wednesday. You progressively, like, got lighter and lighter in your skin tone mm-hmm. until you were, like, almost white. No, you told me to leave and I didn't bat an eye. I'm like, right. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were... You were about as white as the limestone we were shoveling. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm feeling better. Still a little nasally, but, I mean, I'm doing workouts and stuff now. But, That's good. Yeah. With that being said, I'm ready to fucking work tomorrow. Get like, back I'm, to work? Like, the fact that I missed three days, essentially, or two and a half days, I was uneasy about it. Right. So, I'm ready to jump and roll again. Good, because I think we're going to just we're gonna do some hand tear out. Monday. Good. Hell yeah. So we'll just hand tear out some sidewalk and mm-hmm. get it done Tuesday so we can jump on to bigger and better things Wednesday and get this little project out of our head. Heck yeah. What else do you do this weekend? Watch football, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I, I didn't do I, I guess I went frolfing. That was always fun. Um but yeah, football cyclone win. Yeah, big finally big Iowa Iowa State. <laughs> First win in six years. Yep. Against Iowa. First Matt Campbell Iowa victory. So good for him. He's probably happy about it. But yeah. Yeah. Two and zero. Our family's very divided when it comes to Iowa fans yeah. and Iowa State fans. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun to watch the game together. We've typically always been an Iowa family. Like boy, I mean, I should say like probably ten to twelve years ago. Yeah, well, it wasn't really until I went to Iowa State. <laughs> exactly, and then. Joe went there, mm-hmm. and then I went there. So the AV family is an Iowa State family now. Yeah, because that's where a lot of our money went. And I want to say most of the Goldsworths yeah. are Iowa States. So, I mean, we're making some headway. Yeah. One Stockton. One Stockton. A <laughs> couple uncles, a couple aunts are yep. Iowa fans. We'll, yep. we'll give it to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, I mean, we cheer for all the Iowa teams. We do. As long as they're not playing each other. But when they play each other, yeah. it's like house divided. It's a house like, divided. For sure. <laughs> there's no other way to put it. For sure. It sucks, but it's fun. Like yesterday, watching that game with everybody, I was having a blast. Oh, yeah. I was having a blast. Yeah. It was almost making me nervous listening to uh, Tyler and Uncle Neil go back and forth. Oh, I know. I was like, man, you guys are like. Chirping each other. Here you are. You're going <laughs> back and forth pretty good. You're making That's me, I lo- me a That's little That's why I uneasy. love that shit. That's why I love it. Yeah. That's that's what it is with our big family, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. Throw Tyler in the mix. It's fucking fantastic. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good times. Yeah. Well, this week we want to talk about something that we've actually been pretty excited to talk about because it's uh, one of those thinking topics, right? Yeah, it was difficult for me, and I'll just be fair to myself and the listeners i didn't give as much thought as i wanted to into this before we started this but hopefully some thoughts come to me and i can really dive in so what we kind of want to talk about is defining yourself how do you define yourself and one of the one of the things that jake and i kind of have discussed previously in this is we don't mean necessarily what what political views do you accept? What what your opinions are on things? Those aren't things that define define yourself. 
what are the foundational things that are essentially your non-negotiables in your life that drive you to do what you do yeah to me i looked at it as like trying to like everybody's got a personality well how do you see your personality that's how i like tried to break it down i don't know if you want a different route than that but for me it was okay there's certain things i believe and opinions that i have and and that's great but at the end of the day what makes me who i am and drives me to do what i do every day okay yeah i'm curious i'm curious did you come up with things that i did so i think we should just jump on that right away mine for me is pretty simple okay essentially what i came up with what defines me is being an example Okay. Showing people that things are possible. Um, especially since I've kind of started going down this lifestyle change mm-hmm. for the better. Like I like I wake up and that's just what everything I do is derived about showing the people around me or even people I don't know. You know, we meet new customers all the mm-hmm. time and they get to watch us and see what we do. Mm-hmm. And I started kind of going down like the path of, you know, oh, you know, hard work defines me. Um, yeah, that's along the lines of what I have being, written down. Being a loving person, you know, to my kids, my yeah. family, like that defines me. Mm-hmm. But then I tried to go a little bit deeper because like I feel like those are kind of generic answers. They are. And what it came to was I do all of those things to be an example. I know it's it's a okay. very simple. No, I like that. Yeah. It's it's a very simple answer, but I don't I don't feel like your foundation should be complicated. I think you should build off of that into kind of a web of where I was going. So if I start out by saying every day I wake up, I want to be an example for somebody to show them that something is possible. Okay, yeah. No matter what that is. And then you go A, B, C, D, E, and it keeps branching that way. Right. So a good example would be like, I want to show you, I want to show you how just putting your head down and grinding out work every single day, Mm -hmm. you can produce whatever you want. Yeah. You know, as far as financially, um, obviously we push you. Well, we don't push each other, but we talk about working out, mm-hmm. being healthy. Yeah. Those are all parts of hard work traits. Yeah. And so it's it's really important for me that I just, that I am that example. And to me, that's what defines me mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. Okay. Did you get, what did you come up with? Well, yours is a lot better than mine because you broke it down a little bit farther. But like I said, when I was thinking about this, I went out on my computer. I'm like, okay, like how, how would someone define themselves? Like, what's the definition of like defining yourselves? What it was like, you know, your abilities, your likes and dislikes. But I was like, well, I tried to stay away from the likes and dislikes. There's a couple of those, but like I said, I didn't spend a lot of time on it, but this one, I think it defines me. I don't like it to define me, but I feel like, 
that's just at the core who I am and it's very hard for me to change. I don't know if I need to change it or not, but I'm a people pleaser at heart. Like I don't like when people are angry or mad at me. And I think that's like a staple to my personality. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then another one, because when I was thinking about this, I was just like, well, what do I do in my day-to-day life? Like you were saying, like you wake up, like, what do I do? Well, I, you know, I work out, I, you know, I do a lot of sports. So another one was being an athlete, but I mean, that's pretty general. But I mean, that's what like I do. Right. Like, I don't want, I want to say maybe like good coordination. Like, what do I say there? So I just came up with like athlete. I think, I think, you know, potentially that one could fall into like health. Yeah. That would probably be the better way to to define yourself as you're trying to live a, a pro healthy lifestyle. Because to me, not everyone can define themselves as being like naturally coordinated or just being an athlete. So that's why I was like, well, maybe that could work because not fair. everybody can do the things I do. No. Um. No, but so with those with those things, do those things drive you daily? Because to me, when I'm trying to define myself, and I'm putting this out there so other people can absolutely hear this and they can. Because go I was and having trouble thinking, so this is this is good. Do I when, think it does? Like when I when I sat down to try and define myself, who is who is John Avey and what what makes me me, right? Outside of the labels. Like let's take the labels off the table. So Well that's very difficult. I know. And that but I feel like you almost have to go to that level in order to understand what you're really about because in today's society it's really easy to attach yourself to a label and go that's me right yeah and that's what we're trying to talk about yeah so when i when i tried to define myself i went like i said i started okay i'm an entrepreneur um i'm a father i'm a husband i'm a son Mm -hmm. i'm a brother i went down the label list and i'm like well yeah those those are all things that I am, but those don't define my everyday life. What, what is it well, that I wake up for every single morning and go out and do the, the specific things that I do? Mm-hmm. Why do I go? Why am I trying to build this company? Why am I trying to be healthy? Why do I enjoy time with my family? Why, you know? And kind of answering those questions, kind of similar to how I did it with the self-perception. Yeah. One that we did, the podcast way earlier on, we did a self-perception. And it was kind of the same routine of just continuously asking myself why to get to that point. Mm -hmm. A little different, though. Yeah. So that was about how I saw myself. This is about why I do what I do. Yeah. And I think I could get there. I just think that takes a lot of... It almost takes like definitely being honest with yourself first and foremost, but like just almost meditating like you have Mm -hmm. to or just taking notes, not necessarily meditating because it's such a difficult like question to ask yourself. 
and it's very hard to get there because like you just said you you honestly you have to go down some roads with honesty that some people are just uncomfortable yeah going down but back to my first one so we could work this like being a people pleaser i honestly think that is one of my main driving things like to make people happy i think that's a solid answer like i'll get up in the morning show up to work Mm -hmm. i mean obviously to make money right right but it's like i don't want to disappoint anybody i want to be making them have making myself worth right to the person whatever it is right right um so if i asked you this question why do you feel like you want to please people what is it that makes you want people to be happy uh well i there's two there's two roads i could go here because i like when people are happy mm-hmm. but also like and this could go back to i mean when i was a kid i just don't like being dis people being disappointed in me it makes me feel bad okay so that there's two routes so what i'm hearing in that is um you want to be accomplished and the way you measure that is by seeing it in other people mm-hmm. like that's that's yeah, what i hear exactly that's i don't know where the fuck you just pulled that out of but exactly exactly so by by because when i see other people like and i and i don't necessarily need it them to tell me that because mm-hmm. i know like if they're not it's gonna sound horrible but if just expressions i guess yeah because if they're not disappointed then i'm doing something right 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 that means so i did something or accomplished something you I guess. accomplished something yeah. so i would say at that point one of the things that defines you is accomplishment oh yeah yeah and that's that's why i said there you it's at the surface especially in today's society with all the quick information that we have we attach ourselves to things and then we say those things define us Mm -hmm. instead of going what defines me and and then seeking to attach ourselves to things that align with that yeah yeah, and that's where the whole conversation we had before started. But like, I don't even know if I ever would have came to that conclusion without talking to you. Honestly, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I well, and I've spent a lot of time, like, self-realizing what it is that is important in my life, mm-hmm. um, and it's gotten me to a really decent point in my life. I just have to stick with those core values. Um, right and part of it is going through these processes it's not something that you know you can do in a day or an hour like it's a a month to month thing and you just have to be you almost have to be mindful and self-aware because i feel like when these things happen or you have like this epiphany like oh that's what it is like Mm -hmm. you might start tomorrow or the people listening might start tomorrow after hearing this and, and start thinking about what defines them. What are the things that define them? Yeah. And they might work on it, you know, for 15 minutes, half hour, trying to go down the path I'm talking about. But it won't be until, you know, a week, a month, 
even a yeah. year from now, when they actually do something and they go and it clicks and the light bulb's there and it goes, this is what's important to me. This is what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, okay, this is something that defines me. Right. And once you make that first connection, then you can sit down again and go, okay, what is it that defines me? I discovered this about myself. And and you just keep doing that over and over and yeah. over again until you put together kind of this who am I puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I kind of want to go into the other direction why we wanted to talk about this because I'm a social media user. You're not so much. But the shit I see on there is politics and religion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and obviously, movements. I mean, movements. Movements, yes. And all these people want to define themselves as some political party. Mm-hmm. And that's how they live their life. Or an activist for this. Yeah. You know, and religion is not necessarily bad on that aspect, I guess. But I mean, should that really define you? No, but I was even talking to my daughter about this today on our way to church because we went to church and she goes, you know, I really want to try and go to this church that my friend goes to. And -hmm. I said, I think that's great because I had a period of my life where I went to like five different churches because I wasn't 100% sure that Catholicism was where my religious beliefs lined up with. Yeah, I mean, I found out after going through the process that that was where I best aligned. Right. But to my point earlier, I had to go through that process. I had to stick with what my core beliefs were, what defined me as a person, and then attach myself to the religion that best aligned me with it. Yeah. I didn't go, I'm a Catholic, so now everything that a Catholic believes is what I am. Yeah. And I think that's where you're going with that. Yes, yes, 100%. Because on... If you bring that to the political side, it's horrible. Right. Like, if you believe, like, because I consider myself, like, just square in the middle. I mm-hmm. feel like most people are, whatever. And the reason I think that is because I have views on both sides. But people get stuck on one little thing that that party believes, and then it's just everything. Right. On that side, they won't even look at the other side, which yeah. is horrible. I completely agree because I'm. We have probably the closest political views when it comes to things yeah. because then there's also things that we just don't. We, I mean, at the end of the day, neither you or me are like, very political people. No, and we tried our best, and we went back and forth on the abortion thing like a right. month or two on the podcast when that was a hot topic. It yeah, still is, but. Yeah, I mean, we went back and forth on it. Yeah, but we, neither one of us, like, I, you know, I used to want to tell myself, like, oh, I'm a Republican, because I needed that to define what political party I was. Right. And then it's like, dude, I I can't be in line with either one. No. I'm just not, I'm not there. I, um, business-wise, I'm Republican beliefs all day long. You know, capitalism. Making my own money, mm-hmm. less government, and then, but then on the Democrat side, as far as being who you want to be, like yeah. those are you know those oh, are I beliefs can't. I have, 
Yeah. So I, I can't I can't really attach myself to either party. Whereas like you were saying, there are some people who go who go, well, I was born and raised a Republican, so I have to believe everything. Yeah, and, on that side, so, right? Even like, if you don't even at your even at your core, at your heart, you don't, you still do. Right. right? Because that's what you want to be so looked then, at for. So then it becomes being a Republican defines them, even though they might that might not be something that they believe. Yeah. But since they go, this is because I'm a Republican, I have to be on the Republican side of all of these arguments. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying earlier is they make this choice to attach themselves. And we're using politics because it's the low-hanging fruit. It is. But that's what happens. They go, I'm a Republican, and then they define themselves based off of all of these beliefs. Yeah. Well, if they were to actually have a conversation with themselves about this and kind of dive deeper you might find that you don't really either have an opinion on some of the things, mm-hmm. and it was only maybe that one thing that you agreed with, mm-hmm. or you might find that you really don't agree with as much as you thought you did. Yeah. Yeah, I just think people get caught up in that, and then it's just a, it's almost just like a landslide. Yeah, the biggest, and, the big one to me is the movements. Look at how many activist movements we've mm, had. I know. I mean, BLM, we have the LGBTQ stuff. There's, yeah. and, and it's funny to me because you see all of these people who all over social media are, oh, I'm in support of this. And they're like, you know, perceive themselves to be hardcore in this. Yeah. And, and now that it's over, do you think they're still like posting all that shit? No. So that tells me that's not something that defines who you are and you were doing it out of popularity not because that's what you wanted yeah and that could be like an issue with like just like i said before like um just being honest with yourself because i feel like a lot of these people uh they don't know how to define themselves so that's what they do they go attach themselves to these groups and they're this is who i am i'm right. a part of something right I think that at the core is what the problem is. I think what you just said is huge. It's the need to feel a part of something. Mm -hmm. It's almost like society's like a big high school right now, and people (laughs) are struggling to be Mm -hmm. in the popular group, Yeah, which worked out for me because I was just in every group. I didn't care about being in this group or that group or whatever. Didn't matter. I fit in everywhere. I think that was like kind of on a side note like that was the nice thing about going to a small like catholic school mm-hmm. is because i don't think those groups were really because everybody knew each other right yeah there was bowling yeah there was all this but it wasn't like totally separate groups of people right no because we weren't big enough to be that separated yeah. everybody knew it. we still had the groups but everybody still knew everybody and you were up close and personal yeah. with Right, Everybody. and you would have to be, like, the biggest douche in the world to be considered the bully because, like, everybody would hate you then. Right. You know, to be honest, I think that's probably one of, without realizing it then, like, now that we're talking about it, that's mm-hmm. probably what started this kind of what defines me was in high school. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I didn't fit into any group. Yeah. I just wanted to be me. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I still have the same 
pretty much the same two friends that I had. And when I mean friends, I had I had you people had I called friends. Yeah, and you also had friends. Uh, like, I mean, they weren't your best friends, but right. you had high school friends for sure in the same high school. Right? But as far as the people I spent time with, and even before high school, there's two people yeah. that I can that I still talk to this day regularly, mm-hmm. spend time with, which to me is was really important because out of maybe the you know hundred people that I called friends, you know social friends, there were only two that aligned with what my similarities were. Right. And those are that's the reason why there's only two hanging because that's I mean mm-hmm. we we were raised in a way that was very similar. Now I think we need to touch on an important topic with this. Do you think what defines you can change over time? Um or not can't not necessarily no, can that's... you change what defines you? Uh, yeah, I think people can change if, if that's what you're asking. I think it's only natural. Yeah. I think there's, there are certain periods of your life. I think some of your core foundations, um, a lot of people would argue this, by the way, some people are very like, no, you are who you are at your core. You can't, you know, you've heard this before, right? Right. I don't believe that. I don't either. I think it's important that we continuously assess what is important to us mm-hmm. or what what defines who we are because it is hard to change what drives you though. Right. Cuz it's always natural. Right. And I think it it means more if you're not consistently changing, kind of like we were talking before, like the person who jumps on every new activist movement, mm-hmm. right? That person's consistently attaching themselves yeah. to a movement. Mm-hmm. And they used to go, well, it's, you know, I'm sticking up for this movement this year, and then next year it's I'm sticking up to this movement. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that those movements individually define that person. No. What I would say, though, is there is a key trait that does stick out that defines that person that's the need to be a part of something fair but why why is that because they can't define themselves right and so that's where the why process goes and Mm -hmm. you can go deeper into that why Mm -hmm. do i need to attach myself exactly yeah do i even believe in what i'm thinking or am i doing this out of a popularity contest Mm -hmm. um you know and it's funny because there's people out there who will be afraid to answer those questions and so they'll battle with you like no i this this is what it is and it's Mm -hmm. like okay but you say that but your actions are completely different yeah but yet you're sitting here arguing with me that you're saying this is what defines you because you're a part of this or you tell yourself this but it's easier to attach yourself to that than it is to to -hmm. self-realize yeah Yeah, even another example besides, like, politics and religion, and I've thought about this because I don't want to be defined as this, and it's like lifting. Being, like, a gym bro, Mm -hmm. and especially if you go on YouTube, like, 
people are defining themselves as like i work out this is this is what i do like right, right? Mm-hmm. you can go that route with it too mm-hmm. and i and i don't like that because i'm not in the gym to be a part of it's like a culture almost right right and i'm not really in the gym to be like a i love all of it like i love talking about it i love learning about it but it's mm-hmm. like i don't want to be like the gym bro right right i'm doing it because i want to be healthy yeah well and that's where that fun little word comes in why right so mm-hmm. you start out with the bigger pictures like okay, being a gym bro being a certain being attached to a certain politic a certain religion a certain movement um whatever i mean your career right a lot mm-hmm. of people think their career defines them mm-hmm. um just like I did. I said, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, yeah, but that doesn't, that's a part of what I do. Yeah. But why do I do it? Mm-hmm. And so that's the fun of going down the rabbit hole of why. Set out what you think to find yourself. Go word by word of whatever those are. Ask mm-hmm. yourself why. Go to the next level. Yeah. And you can continuously go, obviously. So, you know, you, you'll eventually come to a, a deep point where you're like okay this that's is it. it yeah right yeah basically like a one worder that's yeah yeah but yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't like being defined to any certain thing no and i think you can change that i mean i'm living proof of you can change what mm-hmm. defines you because there are certain things that were very i mean we we talk about it all the time about winning the lottery, right? Mm-hmm. You asked me 10 years ago what I would have done with that money. It would have been similar to your answer. Yeah. I'd go balling out, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. What's my answer nowadays? Oh, yeah. You want to help people. With help that. as many yeah. people as I can with that money and do the best good that I can with that money. Yeah. Obviously, something changed along the lines there. Yeah. So I think what defines you can change, but I also think your core values can mm-hmm. stay the same. Mom, you know, mom pointed out to me just the other day without even realizing it that she's like, we were talking about something. She goes, she looked at me and she goes, John, you not realize that when you were 15 years old working at the drugstore, all you could think about was moving into management and leading a team at the drugstore when you were 15 years old. (laughs) She goes, you know how many times you'd come home and you would... Try and tell me how you have figured out how to manage these people better than the current staff that's there or what, not even how you could do it better, but what you could add to make the story even better. Like you've been thinking like that your whole entire life. And sometimes you don't notice it. Yeah. Yeah, It just just becomes a a point where it's natural. Mm -hmm. I also want to say that like, I guess it's not, I don't know if we're making it sound bad, I guess, when we listen back to it, but, like, defining yourself as, like, a Catholic or something, it's not bad, right? No. It's not bad. No, and I think that's important, you know, defining yourself, that's what I was saying earlier, so if it did sound bad, it came out wrong. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just trying to clear right it all. My point to this discussion is... Answer the questions first and attach yourself to what best aligns with the 
answers to those mm-hmm. questions. I think we jump to attach ourselves to things before we actually figure out if it's really something mm-hmm. that's important to who we are. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it's kind of silly to back something or put up an argument for something when you don't even really know if that's what you're about. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's really important to have that self-awareness. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing to attach yourself to, to things, mm-hmm. but I think the more important part is to answer the questions about yourself to make sure that what you're aligning yourself with is truly what you believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny, too, because the reason I asked that is because that's, like, you didn't even, it probably didn't click, like, I'm trying to cover everybody. I don't want somebody on the other end of listening to this be like, oh, well, they're saying it's bad. That's at my core. That's why I said I'm a people pleaser because I'm trying to think about every single person listening to this. Right. I just think it's funny because it shows out every time. Yep. I just don't want someone on the other end being like, oh, what the fuck are they saying? Right. That's where my head's at right now. Well, you know, that's not a bad bad thing, but you got to remember. I struggle with it maybe being a bad thing. You're not going to please everybody. I know. I know. You know. There, but, I used to have I used to have some of that, you know, not to get too sidetracked here, but there was a point in my life where, very similar to you, I would do things or try and push myself to do things solely out of the response of what the audience would say, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to do good things, and that's good. But I want to do them because it made me feel good when the audience had a positive reaction. Right. Well, I've been changing like that. That that's hard to change. I don't necessarily want to change that because I think it's it's good for me in some aspects, and I think it it's good for everybody that I try to please. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to work on like myself, like mm-hmm. what more on myself because if I continue just trying to make everybody happy, then what the fuck am I left with? And I don't think that's a selfish thing because I think once you figure out yourself, then you can hone in and help the yeah. people that you can help because yeah. we can't help everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's it's really important that you ask those questions and that gives you something to think about. It, yeah, it does. Especially like I said, so now now it's gonna be kind of floating around in your subconscious and Oh, it a has day, been a week, for a, a while. Year, you know, you're going to see things where you're mm. going to go, okay, this is an instance where I can't please everybody. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, then and that's or what... you're going to go, this is a spot where I can do a lot of good and a lot of good, a lot of people are going to be happy from this outcome. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start defining yourself. Yeah. Yeah. What most people think is like completely normal to like do or say to somebody, I think it's like, well, I don't even want to border that line. Like, right. I don't even want him coming close to being like, well, what is, like, if he's mad at me or not, like, type of thing. Like, most of the things, like, people say to other people, I'm like, ugh, like, that, I mean, well, it's conflict. I, it's conflict, right? And I fucking hate it. That's where, that's the other thing I was going to go. I said it was funny because I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm hearing you say these things, and I'm going, well, okay, another thing that, I can just point out that obviously defines you as you're not a confrontational person. Yes. You don't like confrontation. Yeah, that's really the heart of it. You know? So you like accomplishments. 
you don't like confrontation, which kind mm-hmm. of go hand in hand because yeah. you're gonna have less comp. Uh, oh my goodness, I just had a brain fart. I'm That's sorry. all right. I've had trouble articulating all day. So. You, <laughs> you're going to have more accomplishments the less conflicts you get into. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm not saying every accomplishment is conflict free, mm-hmm. but in your path and what you're doing is you want to stay away from conflict and just have everybody happy in the room. Yeah. Well, that's because I think you can get to where you're going faster that way. Absolutely. Well, you got any final thoughts? Nope. I don't think so. I, uh, I challenge everybody out there to just spend some time thinking about what defines you. I think it's really important that you know, before you just go attaching yourself to whatever the new thing on social media is or what the news is telling you should do. Like mm-hmm. spend some time figuring out what's who who you are, essentially. I know that's such a generic like question. Yeah. Who who are you? But spend some real time going, you know, what is it that defines me? Mm-hmm. Do I really believe all the shit I say I believe, or is some of it just maybe a front? Yeah. So Anyways, feel free to reach out to us at Blue Collar Built Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and we will catch you next week.